Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder, reminding you not to demonize people. In life it is often, no matter how much we often want to, you see, in a world such as ours, things are rather crazy right now. It's very easy to see people in negative lights or to assume that the people that you meet going forward have the worst in mind for you. It's easy to see or think or believe that people are going to betray you. Or rather, it's easier to believe that people are going to do harm to you than it is for us to believe that they'll help us, that they'll actually be loving and kind to us. I guess I'm just trying to say, remember that everyone has a backstory. Everyone has a family. Everyone has people that they care about. They've gone through their own trials and tribulations in life. And for whatever reason, they ended up where they are now. Now, even if they do something against you, even if they hurt you or some or do something to make you despise them, you still shouldn't try to demonize them. You still should try to be like, okay, that person is just suffering. The person is just struggling. They're doing that because they don't really have a better way of releasing their stress or anything like that now i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna just completely let people off the hook and and like not be angry with people when they do crazy things no that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is that there is a negative mindset that we should talk that we should all try to stay away from where let me give you an example. I have a group of friends. And every once in a while, we try to bring someone new into the fold. We try to talk with someone and they seem cool. And then we, we all start going and hanging out together. Now, we all schedule the event. Days, weeks in advance. We're like, hey, we're going to meet up on this day. We're going to do these things at this time. And then the moment that the, the day comes, the day comes and everyone is accounted for except for one person. That person doesn't call, doesn't text or say that they're late. So we all stay in the place where we we're supposed to meet waiting for them. A lot of time passes, 30 minutes an hour and we're wondering where they are we're calling them we're saying hey do you want to come through what, what's happening do you want us to just meet you there no response eventually we decide it's time to move on let's continue on throughout the day and maybe they'll just meet up with us later they never do and we don't hear from them and then the next time we do hear from them they don't say anything about it they act as if nothing happened us being the the people not the us not being the kind of people that holds grudges or anything like that we're like okay maybe they just had a bad day or whatever 
time moves forward. We all schedule another meeting, another hangout, another get together. Multiple times comes to pass. We we often hang out and then each of those times the same thing happens. Everyone everyone agrees on the time and the in the place that we're supposed to meet. Everyone RSVPs and everyone but that one person gets there. And again, they say nothing. After a while, it becomes something happens in the minds of the group. There starts to be a reputation. There starts to be, okay, if I invite them, then they're just going to be absent. They're not going to come. When they, They're the kind of person that will say that they're going to come, but in reality, they won't come. And they won't provide any excuse or answers about it. And so, so again, after a while, it becomes like, okay, I don't really trust you to come through. Why do I extend the hand to you? Because you're just not going to come. And you don't want to waste your time, so you stop inviting them. Based off the assumption that they are going to behave in the same manner. Because you've, in a sense assumed you've demonized them you've turned them into a person that can only do this that isn't really capable of something else of acting outside of that see that that that's just a small example of like how that can come to pass there have been times where someone was late right and we would we'd be like hey where are you and they're like uh i just woke up and then we're like but we were supposed to be here an hour ago ah whatever they say and then they'll come through and then we're gonna have to just reschedule all our plans because they've just derailed it and so after a while it just becomes a reputation that when we schedule a time we got to talk to them multiple times do you are you sure you understand what time you need to wake up even then, they'll be like, ah, I woke up late. I wasn't able to get there on time. Some people just aren't able to do that on hand. Some people aren't able to meet those expectations on a regular basis. And they have their reasons. Whatever the case may be, you know, maybe there's something going on at home. Maybe they're having difficulties sleeping. We all go through our problems in life. But I still feel that it is ridiculous and it is out of line to assume the worst, to believe that one person won't be capable of changing or surprising you. Uh, that was just on my mind recently because, I don't know, a lot of things came to pass. But a, a lot of things came to pass this week that's just like ah this person obviously thinks the worst of me that's why this and that happened nah that's most likely not the case i highly doubt that people act in malice and ill intent you know most of the time sometimes people are acting like that they do act in the way of they hate but no 
oftentimes people don't have ill will towards you. It's just, you know, they're angry, they're bitter, something is going on with their life. Anyways, how are you guys doing? Uh, that's good, that's good. I mean, we're all hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I'm actually doing well. Let me back up from the mic because I know I'm going to get excited. I was dying last week and now I'm completely recovered. That might be a little bit of a, of overselling it. I wasn't dying, but I was having a lot of, uh, I, I was really sick. I, you know, I had a fever and I was like, oh man, COVID is booming in these times, but no, it's all good. It was a couple of weeks. One thing that I am sad about, though, is that because I was sick, I missed my uh, my nephew's birthday. I don't think I would have been able to go anyway, now that I think about it, because my brother was holding it in North Carolina, and that's kind of steep. That's, that's kind of that's out there for me. I don't have a car, and I'd most likely just have to fly. It turns out the decision was just completely removed from me. I got super sick. And I honestly don't think that large gatherings is the way to go during these COVID times. But that's that's a completely different conversation. I feel bad. And it's kind of like that thing where you send a text or rather someone texts you and you don't see the text for a long time and then you're presented with a choice okay it's literally the next day am i going to somehow reply and be like oh i'm sorry i didn't see this they're gonna be completely upset they're not gonna take that and then you're gonna just have to be apologetic you don't really want that so you put it off but the longer you wait the more ridiculous it is because it's obvious that you've seen the message and now you've been put in a situation where it's like okay what do i do on one hand i don't want to go it's really really late for me to apologize and say ah oh, man i forgot or oh man this came up or that came up that's super late that doesn't make any sense that you're coming to now but at the same time, if you say nothing, I feel like it's worse. All right, I hope I've backed up sufficiently, cause uh, I can't, I can't, I can't really talk loudly with a mic that this, that's this sensitive. But yes, it is a dilemma that I must face. I think the the obvious solution is to just talk anyway, because. From my experience, when someone withholds something, the other person thinks the worst. Like, let's say I want to tell you something, but then I'm like, actually, never mind. It's too bad. I don't think it's I don't think I can tell you about it. I can't talk about it because of how bad it is. Now you automatically think the worst possible thing that I was going to say. There's something that I really, really wanted to tell you, but it it hurts too much to say, and it's really, it's really bad. You're going to have a completely different opinion of me. It's terrible. And if I don't tell you, you will now think, okay, what are the options that could possibly have made me think of him that way? And then you're going to just assume the worst. 
uh that's never good you always want to establish the narrative at least sometimes people establish lies but that's neither here nor there i feel like i should just come forward but i'll have to ponder that a little bit longer because i i don't know my, my brother is really chill about most things but it's been a it's been a it's been a it's been a good minute uh anyways i've been talking for a while and i kind of moved away from today i kind of didn't really discuss what today's topic was going to be i'm going to be continuing the introduction for the unspoken rules i might read the first chapter but given how much time has elapsed already i don't know about that <laughs> uh but yes so once again this is a book about uh career uh starting your career off this is something that's really important to me uh, during this time. I'm not going to read the entire book on the podcast. I'm just going to read at most the first chapter. But definitely go ahead and pick it up. I think that it's very useful. Even with the with the little that I've read thus far. Those few tips would have been um, incredible. Incredible on my first day. Like I was I was struggling a little bit. But let me bring it. Let me pull it up. I really hope I remember my page. I wasn't that far in, but there's a lot of things within the introduction. And I like that. I like that it's uh, it's it's very well thought out and well uh, planned. It's well thought out and, and well developed within the introduction itself. Like there's very there's various facets facets. I do not know, though, which one I was on. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I know I said... I know I went over Think Like an Owner. I know I covered Learning Mode. Uh, I'm pretty sure I covered Internal and External Narratives as well. I covered that. Uh, mirror others. Yeah, I went that. I did that. Uh, manager intent and impact. Uh, let's let's start there. All right, here we go. When interacting with others, oh. When interacting with others, understand that your intent, how you mean to come across may not be the same as your impact, how you actually come across. Clarify what people misinterpret about you. Clarify what people misinterpret about you. Explain, mm. Explain behavior or actions that can be seen in a negative light to prevent others from assuming the worst. I just said that. I just said that. See, I have a lot of knowledge. People sleep on me. Maybe I've read the book already. But anyways, if your intent can be interpreted in multiple ways, don't rely on emails or instant messages. Opt for a conversation instead. That's crazy. I got a lot of knowledge. I got a lot of knowledge. I'm sorry. I'm just a little bit excited. This is a really um, high level book. And the fact that I've, I've, 
gotten some of the I have some of the knowledge already going into it excites me because it means that I'm not like alone in my line of thinking. I can apply what I already know to the workplace. Which is not something that you would think is important to me, but I've been I like I've gone through and it's been really rough. Like I've been like completely struggling. I have no idea what I'm doing. I feel like I am in the wrong place all the time. Imposter syndrome is booming. But in reality, that's just a fallacy. And it, it's just something that, okay, I just got to get past. Anyways, send the right signals. Be intentional. Be intentional about what others can see, hear, smell, and feel from you. Be mindful of cultural norms around eye contact, smiling, responding promptly, and single tasking. When others give you instructions or advice, take notes from them. Take notes in front of them. Ah, I should have done that a lot more. I did that, but I always felt like that was rude. You know. Be mindful of when you. Be mindful of when and how you arrive, speak up, send emails, and ask for help. When in doubt, show up early. Just checking that I'm not peeking you. Think multiple steps ahead. Learn what your manager might ask of you and have it ready. Know what issues your manager might face and offer a solution. Before submitting your work or entering a meeting, brainstorm what you might be asked and have a response ready. When making decisions, consider the second and third order implications. I've definitely read this. I apologize. When others tell you to do something, think multiple steps ahead. Do their directions make sense? Might their idea cause issues for others? Work backward from the end goal. Understand what you're trying to achieve, then work forward. Mapping out all the steps and deadlines between you and the end goal. Make sure, you are, make sure you are clear on what you need to do, how you need to do it, and by when. Ask colleagues and superiors. When would it make sense to check in? Repeat back what you think you've heard before, wa- before walking away. Then constantly assess whether you are doing... Then constantly assess whether what you are doing is getting you closer to the end goal. Uh... So you might have noticed me pausing and stopping erratically. That's because I naturally stammer and am unsure when I'm reading. So as a result, I often end up pausing and then changing the tone rather than keeping the same tone throughout. I got you. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'll probably keep that in just so that you uh, like see the progress, I guess. Here we go. Save others time and stress. Before asking people to help you, list the steps they will need to take and remove as many of them as possible. When scheduling meetings, offer your availability in the other person's time zone. Be deliberate and clear with your subject lines, key takeaways, and calls to action. Leave nothing ambiguous. Try to explain your idea in three points or fewer. Before starting a discussion, provide background information so everyone knows what's going on. That definitely makes sense. I didn't really have to deal with that as much in my last project, but I'll 
I will for sure keep that in mind. Recognize patterns. Avoid making the same mistakes twice. Oh, I'm too close, I think. Avoid making others tell you something twice. Avoid asking the same questions twice. If you must, acknowledge it and try and try asking someone else first. Look for patterns. If your manager always asks for X, be ready with X before they ask next time. Find ways of working that ne- find ways of working that help you work more productively. Solve problems at their root cause. Make sure your pro- make sure your patterns of behavior align with how you want others to see you. That might go over that goes over my head a little bit because I'm like hmm how can one assess that well? In other words, a lot of times what I would be asked would be changing. And it would have to adapt to the specific meeting or situation. Observing the pattern would definitely have been helpful. But I feel like what tripped me up would be those changes. Like I would do it in the same way that I did it last time. But this time there would be something new, something unexpected. And I wasn't really sure how to fully take that into account. Reading this after joining, after having joined a project and gotten actually into the workforce or into the work has definitely is definitely a a weird experience like i already learned about these things but i i feel like it's it's like a reinforcement you know prioritize what's urgent and important Prioritize what has the earliest deadline, involves the most people, causes the most anxiety, gets harder over time, is central to your role, or matters most to those who matter. Hmm. Know what's important to you may not be, wait, know that what's important to you may not be what's important to other people, and vice versa. Know that what people are looking for and not looking for, given the time you have. Know what people are looking for and not looking for, given the time that you have. Focus on what people will scrutinize. Split tasks into have-to-dos, nice-to-dos, and do the have-to-do task and do the have-to-do tasks first. Okay. Read between the people. Be mindful of invisible chains of command, swim lanes, who does who does what and when, comfort zones and loyalties. Know who reports to whom, whom who is responsible for what, and who has leverage, power over whom. Identify who the influencers are. Be aware of behavior that people find acceptable. Be aware of behavior that people find acceptable and unacceptable. Keep people consulted and informed. Make others look and feel good. Know when to step up and when you may be overstepping. Engage, ask, repeat. Look for excuses to connect with people. Engage with what others have to say. Listen, absorb, think. Then make a comment or ask an open-ended question. Let people finish speaking. Balance your speaking time. 
Once you've interacted with someone, greet them when you encounter them again. Send thank you emails. Ask how things are going. Offer to help. Share relevant news. Broker introductions. Look for and call out commonalities between you and other people. Now this is really interesting. I have done this a lot, but I feel like this might have helped me refine my my approach. I'm really curious to see where the rest of this book goes. Uh, there's only a few more here. Own up. Ask for feedback if you aren't sure how well you're doing. Try asking, what should I start doing, stop doing, and keep doing? Or am I on track? Be mindful of when you should apologize and admit that you were wrong and when you should defend yourself. Hmm. If you make a mistake, be prepared to apologize, explain what happened, and offer a plan to mitigate the impact or fix the problem. And explain how you will avoid making the same mistake again. Push gently. When asking for help, frame it as a request, not a command. Give others a chance to decline. When you disagree with someone, use I wonder, what if, or pushing back to frame it as a constructive feedback rather than a criticism. Before proposing an idea, try to understand what a similar what before proposing an idea, try to understand whether oh, am I peeking? No. Whether a similar idea has been proposed before and if so, why it failed. If you're new and have little leverage, frame ideas as questions like, have we considered that was excruciatingly hard for me to do because every time I would ask a question like that, I would be like, they know infinite more knowledge than I do. They know they have an infinite amount more knowledge than I have. So why am I questioning them? And that's how it always would feel. But it's okay. They always encourage me to ask questions and give them feedback. And I have to really think and do that more, I suppose. Show performance and potential. Know that you are being evaluated based on both your performance, how effective you are in your current role, and your potential, how effective you might be in your next role. To show your potential, claim an unexpected... Wait, what? Claim an unclaimed swim lane. Do what hasn't been done. Fix what hasn't been fixed. Bridge what hasn't been bridged. Know what others don't know. And share what hasn't been shared. Don't let potential go unrecognized. Ask for what you want and deserve. Observe the people around you at work. Notice how those who get ahead have mastered most, if not all, of these unspoken rules. And how those who struggle repeatedly stumble with the last, with at least one or more of these same rules. How can you apply these unspoken rules to your own career? That's where the rest of this book comes in. I am definitely going to read, read this book. I have a lot of time. I don't really read too much as I used to as a kid. So it's definitely going to take a lot more time than I once would. But I feel like it's really worth the read. And if you ever, you know, have some downtime or you ever feel like, you know what, maybe I want to increase my abilities and level up a little bit. Maybe there's something more that I could be doing. Or maybe you just want that promotion really badly. That's, there's no shame in that. 
this might be a good way to help. The Unspoken Rules, Secrets to Starting Your Career Off Right by Golrick NG. I feel like that's a really good place to end off, so you've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening.